Welcome to Shireen Conversations. I'm your host, Marjana Paravan. On today's episode, I am joined by Zahra Tabatabai, the founder of Brooklyn-based first-generation and woman-owned beer company, Back Home Beer. Zahra wasn't always a professional brewer. A former journalist writing for Fox News and ESPN, she got her start brewing in her Brooklyn apartment, motivated by stories of her late grandfather's home brewing operations in Shiraz. What started as a hobby turned to something more. She found a way to educate others on the richness of our Iranian culture through ingredients used in her beer, all the while staying true to her brand's mission of empowering women, supporting immigrants, and taking care of the community she's a part of. Thank you, Zara June, so much for joining me today on Sheeting Conversations. I have so many reasons why I feel such a connection to speak to you. The most obvious reason, as I mentioned, is the fact that you are a female founder and owner of Back Home Beer, which is founded in Brooklyn, New York. Um, one being that you're a female founder of a beer company, which is not most commonly heard of unfortunately, in this industry. But another reason is the fact that, you know, you have such, um, your mission is so aligned with mine. The fact that you're educating others about our culture through a storytelling of within the beer by honoring, you know, our culture through the ingredients, but mm-hmm. also that you're honoring your grandfather, your late grandfather, who was also a home brewer in Shiraz. Um, mm-hmm. Before we begin talking about your um, brewery and how you began, I wanted to talk about you as a person, as an individual. I know that you worked as a news writer. You have a business degree from the Georgia Institute of Technology from Atlanta, Georgia. What made you actually shift careers? Well, I mean, I think that it was, it really developed as just a hobby. And I was doing this at a home brewing at home. But I think once I started to connect more with what I was doing, and really educated myself about the history of brewing in Iran and the region. And I was surprised by so much that I had learned. It was kind of a light bulb moment. Like, I really want to be able to share this with other people who might not realize what Iran was before the revolution. And so that really, it inspired me to kind of connect more with my culture. Um, And so I think that's why I decided to make the transition. I'd been news writing for so many years and I was also ready um, to have a bit more flexibility in my schedule um, that, you know, I was working a lot of crazy hours. I was on a morning show that I was doing. So I was waking up in the middle of the night to go to the studio. Um, And so it was a lot of different reasons, but I think most importantly, I wanted to be doing something where I could really connect with my culture a bit more. I love that. I think that's super important. It's one thing I, you know, again, the reason why I started this podcast, we don't hear a lot about our culture, especially in a woman's voice. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're doing this, I think is super, you know, powerful and beautiful, but also to be able to raise your hand and leave a career that you not only did you go to school for and get an education around, but to bring it back. And, you know, one, you said it started off as a hobby, but it also did, I'm sure, invigorate you and liberate you in a way to learn more about who you are, especially being born here. Yeah. And I was, I actually studied business at Georgia Tech um, and IT. And so I did have kind of a basis for trying to be an entrepreneur and starting a business. I just had never really tapped into that. 
And so I thought that was important too, to be able to actually start my own business, be my own boss. And that was a big part of it as well. And just try to take what I had learned in school so many years ago and try to apply it to what I'm doing now. I think that's great, especially because when we get into a degree, we never know where we can apply that towards. And we usually go the traditional route or we fall into, uh, you know, working for the boss. And so we never actually apply it to becoming the boss ourselves. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Going into now becoming, you know, owning your own brewery, becoming back home beer, as I mentioned, you're actually honoring your own roots and, uh, you know, educating others about our culture and applying that with flavors and ingredients in your beer. How were you inspired about your creations and your pairings, especially not having necessarily the traditional, I say this in air quotes, traditional like background of creating a beer? Well, I mean, you know, I think that our culture is surrounded a lot, is surrounded a lot by the food. And so I think that most things are celebrated with food and drink and wine and beer And so a lot of it was taking flavors that I knew from just cooking or my grandmother and family cooking and also stories that I'd heard about what my grandfather used from his garden and kind of coming up with recipes that way. Um, And I do try to pull a lot of influence and inspiration from the Middle Eastern region just using spices and herbs and fruits that are familiar to us Um, and not just Iran, but the the region in general. So I'm using sumac from Turkey and, um, you know, za'atar or different flavors that I think would be familiar to a lot of people in the region. And I do a lot of R and D and, you know, put barberries in a jar and see how it goes overnight or boil them. And it's a, it's a lot of just testing recipes at home and seeing what I think would be a good mix for beer. (laughs) A lot. It's very similar to cooking. Yeah, no. And I think I love that you said that, you know, it's not overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. You have a vision, you have a plan. And, you know, even though in our minds, sometimes we believe two parents can work together, it may not be the way that you assume it to be, but having the inspiration and bringing that to life, you know, I love the fact that you have the two beers. I saw that you have the two now and even the look, the aesthetic, like I'm not necessarily, um, you know, traditionally a beer drinker, but like even Mm -hmm. seeing the beer itself and the ingredients that you use, like I immediately want to reach for your beer and just give it a try. And I think even the story itself creates that, you know, that romance around it. Um, Exactly. And I read somewhere that you actually have people reach out to you from Iran. And like you were saying, you know, we come from, you know, the revolution, you know, people, it's illegal to drink in Iran, even creating, um, home brewing in itself. And people have reached out to you and, you know, applauded you and giving you so much encouragement and excitement and telling you how amazing it is that you're doing and giving you some sort of like tips and tricks and recipes of their own. How does that make you feel? I mean, I feel really lucky to be able to do what I'm doing, to be honest. Um, I hear, I do get messages and pictures and videos of people from Iran sending me their homebrew systems and what they have made in their apartments um, to be able to brew their own beer. And it's unbelievable what they can do with very limited resources. And they get very, I mean, very creative too. And so I do feel very lucky that I'm able to be here in a country where I can actually freely 
brew the beer, be able to sell the beer and create a business around it. So I would say that that's, I mean, that's definitely not lost on me. The fact that I'm able to do that here. And there are so many people that wish that they could and are doing this underground or buying ingredients through different suppliers and having it mailed to them and not able to be able to show pictures of what they've done and share maybe the beer with neighbors and things like that without being slightly afraid. So I'm, I am, I do feel very lucky that I get to do this here. And I, and I am really happy when I get those types of messages and I get to see that people are doing the same thing there too. You know, one thing that really um, stands out with you is the fact that you, you credit others before yourself. I think that that's really important. And I think what's even more amazing is the fact the impact that you're giving as a new business, as a new brand, is that fact that Back Home Beer also does a whole give back component. I read that you also do, um, you've partnered with, um, is it East Village Loves, right? In New York City, yeah. you've partnered with yeah. them. Can mm-hmm. you give us a little bit of background of how you, you know, what is it? Why is that so important to you? Because I think as a new business, a lot of times that's like the last thought, you know, we think, you know, we take two or three years before we break even, or um, I'm going, you know, that's, you know, something that I really want to do once I hit this number or this goal. But that is something that I saw as the first thing that you put on your website before you even about me was on your website. Why is that so important to you? Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. Because when I had approached EV Loves NYC, they were like, are you sure you want to do this? You haven't really even launched anything yet. And I was like, you know what, even if I can do something small and be able to grow that eventually, I at least want to give something back. And that is very important to me. And I think that, um, you know, the fact that I've been able, so, so far we've donated, we've donated a thousand meals since October and it all goes to food insecure communities, um, people who really are struggling. And especially right now with COVID going on and a lot of people have lost their jobs or are struggling. And so that was definitely a very important part of this for me was to be able to give back to the community. Um, and the community gives to me too. I mean, they've supported me and they've gone out and they've bought the beer and they've shared to their stories. And so I do feel like it goes both ways. So the community has really stepped up. They've supported me. And I feel like it is important for me to give back to them as well. And so I found this kitchen through a friend of a friend and um, they are hundred percent proceeds go um, to the cause And so I thought it was a great match. And especially because it's local and it's in New York City, I thought that that would be great for us to team up with them. Absolutely. I love that. And especially that you've already done a thousand meals and you just picked up as a business and that's fantastic. So thank you so much for doing that. Like I said, a lot of, you know, we think in our minds, like this is what we want to do as a business or brand. And we're, when we're thinking about our long-term goals. So the fact that you started this before your brand even launched, it's fantastic. Thank you. I'm trying to, you know, I'm hoping to get that number even higher. Of course, but a thousand's amazing. But yeah, I'm I'm happy, you know, they're really happy that we've teamed up with them. And so I'm happy with what we've done so far. And of course, the goal is to just keep that number going higher and higher. 
And tell me a little bit of something. So you just obviously you have the two beers right now, the two that you have. Obviously, I'm sure that you're not stopping there. And you just released um, in DC. Your beer is available in DC. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your your plans are to expand further. What is your goal? Where where do you see yourself in the next five years? The goal is really to be able to have our own space, um, be able to brew our own beer there and then expand distribution. That's really the main thing is right now I'm contracting out of another brewery, which is great. They've been amazing to allow us to rent out their tank space and use their equipment. But it's just when you have, that's kind of the goal is to be able to have your own space be able to make your own schedule and you get to experiment a little bit more with recipes on your own equipment. And so that's definitely the goal is to be able to have our own space, be able to distribute more um, into larger geographic areas, definitely trying to tackle more of New York City and, and DC, and perhaps even going into other cities or being able to have the capability to shape, ship the beer as well. Yeah. Well, I can't wait being from, you know, I lived in New York city for 10 years and I do visit frequently as much as I can. I mean, obviously with COVID it's been harder, but being in California, I would love for you to ship eventually. So that's amazing. (laughs) I would say that's probably, that is the number one question I get is California. (laughs) Yeah. I want to make that happen. Well, I cannot wait. I'll be one of the first to be sneaking up on your Instagram page or your website (laughs) to find when that happens. Awesome. Well, I know that, you know, like um, we mentioned earlier, a lot of the inspiration, the start became from your late grandfather and stories that you heard from your aunts and your family, Shane, how he began from his garden and how he created everything in Shiraz. And let me, is there anything specifically that you can share with my audience that has been shared with you, whether it's from your family or a mentor that you can share with us that can motivate my listeners about dreams that they have potentially put on hold or pause because they feel like it's not as conventional. Like they have to go down a path because they feel like this is a path that makes me money, but it's not what I love. Is there anything that someone has shared with you that, you know, that stuck with you that you can share? I mean, I think that this idea was really in my head for so long and I was afraid I'm not a risk taker by any means. Um, And I was just kind of stuck doing the same job, but I really do think that you can, you can do what you want to do. And if you're scared to do it on a larger scale, start on a small scale and move your way up. And I think that that's really the best advice I got was to just start it, to just do it. Right. I mean, stop waiting around, stop thinking of all the reasons why it could fail, which is what I was very guilty of doing was like, this is why it's not going to work this, 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 and this. And I think once I just started to do it and I got just a little bit of feedback from people like, Oh, this is great. Or one person tried the beer that was, I was testing at home and they're like, this is delicious. It really started to motivate me to keep going. So I think even just starting small can be very important and it can, it can really help you to create something big in the future. Don't think that you have to do it all this big thing at once. Cause that can be overwhelming and you can definitely think of all the things that will go wrong. So I think just starting small and seeing where it goes from there. That's great advice. 
You're so right. Starting small, because we always think of the bigger picture right away. We want everything to happen overnight. And you're absolutely right. Because then, you know, 10 years from now, someone else might create the idea we had and we might kick ourselves and think, why didn't we just start that? So exactly. Yeah, I know. And it can be very scary and overwhelming thinking of the big picture, right? But I think if you're able to take what you want to do and start on a smaller scale, whether that's friends and family, and then expanding after that, I think that's a good way to do it. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Well, before we close it out, is there anything that you'd like to share or leave us off with? Uh, You know what we have? My next beer is coming out, but it is not coming out until March, Mm -hmm. Um, but not too far away, only about another month or so. And that is going to be a Noru's themed beer. And so it's going to include a couple ingredients from the hack scene and it's a really special beer. I think it has a lot of meaning and um, I'm really excited for that one to come out and I can't share too much about it, but I know that it's coming um, and that it is kind of a limited edition run that we're doing to see how it goes. And for the month of March, um, but I'm really excited to be able to share more about that, but just throwing it out there that it's something well, new is coming. Crossing my fingers for you that, oh, I know <laughs> it's happening. It's coming, but I'm hoping that it's more available more for others right now. New York city and DC is where people can find your beers limited yeah. edition in March for Noru's. And I think that's incredible. Hopefully I'll be in New York city and snacks on before then, yeah. but, or by then. So no, that's amazing. <laughs> but if you come a little earlier right now, we have our sumac beer, which is like uh, somak, sumac, albalu, sour cherry, um, and then our lager, which is with the Iranian blue salt. So those are both available um, and they're available in New York City and also in DC. And there's a beer finder on our website so you can check it out and see where the shop is closest to you. Thank you so much for saying that because I was just going to end it with that. Mm-hmm. So Thank you, Zarajun, so much for taking the time to meet with me. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing, especially for those the less fortunate in New York City, for your continuing with your grandfather's legacy and for bringing awareness to our culture in such an amazing, unique way. So for my listeners, again, for, you know, uh, make sure that you follow um, Back Home Beer on Instagram and also mm-hmm. online to find beer near you at backhomebeer.com. Thank you again. Of course. Thank you for having me. For more inspiring interviews, head on over to shireenconversations.com. If you like today's show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review and follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Shireen Conversations. You can also watch episodes on YouTube. I'm Majina Paravan, and you've been listening to Shireen Conversations. Thank you.